entire months of fucking income from my validator trying to get this <laughs> fucking camera working. So fucking annoying, man. I bought a goddamn Elgato bullshit yesterday and it didn't work. I've gone through three fucking cables. They don't work. I've gone back to the USB. It works, but I'm pretty sure my battery in my camera now is going to run out before the end of this fucking stream. And is there a lag? I feel like there's a fucking there lag. Fuck! Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast on Cosmos from independent validator teams. Welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast on the Cosmos from independent validator teams where we strive every week to get demonetized before we even roll credits. And this week we have a friend of the podcast, Sisler from OmniFlix, to come on and uh, he's going to talk a little bit about media of DAO and... We have like, an, and obviously, uh, Null's got audiovisual troubles as usual because he's in Kangaroo Land. And we've got probably, we, we sort of arranged for all the drama in the cosmos to happen about four hours ago so that we would have lot, uh, just knocked over something on the floor and that hopefully didn't come through the mic. Um, we've arranged for all the drama in the cosmos to happen about four hours ago so we'd have lots to talk about on the show so we've we've got like a quite comedically large uh spreadsheet this week um which some oh there's of you a spreadsheet on there's a spreadsheet it's been renamed <laughs> to corporate goals and okrs now which you would uh know if you've been on twitter earlier today um i'm gonna i'm gonna kick off um with the drill tweet of the week and then the second thing on the item on the agenda which might have action items to follow up from it is I need to understand what the fuck this corporate business is all about, but put a pin in that for a second. Um, okay, drill tweet of the week. And you could tell that I pick these randomly by how bad this one is. Everyone always says that they would use x-ray goggles to look at women's asses and get horny and wild. Not me. I would use them to help doctors. That's the drill tweet of the week. Thanks okay. very much. Okay, so <laughs> agenda, fellas. That might be the last week of this of this segment. <laughs> Big oof. You, you never know what you're gonna get with the drill. You never know. That's true. It's like that's true. It's like you know when you um you know when you flick through Liar Town USA and it's like you get to a page and it's just like cussing bear and it's just like fuck. And you're like that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's good point. Actually, to be fair, that's the cussing bear joke. It's actually a really good one. Anyway, uh, liartownusa.tumblr.com. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't even know if it still fucking exists. But there is a book. <laughs> you can get it off Amazon. It's mad. Um, well, it's time to go look that up. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to go look that up. If corporate, asked, if that, corporate, if that, corporate null, corporate rhino. What, what the fuck did I miss? I was away like less than forty-eight hours, as is my habit. I was on a train. I was traveling between two places. I get off the if, train. Everybody's corporate. If you, if you think we know what's Twitter. going on, then you've made an assumption that we can't back up. <laughs> I have no. I'm getting called out on Twitter for not being corporate enough. I'm corporate. We're all corporate. You're We've. I, I can I, okay. Rama posted one. I liked it. I thought that thing was fucking cool. And then I said it wasn't yellow enough because it didn't have any Australia in it. And then they made, then I got a rhino one. I was like, well, I got to add some flair to this. So then I photoshopped it up. And then I got into a Photoshop war with soy. Was it soy? I forget who I got in a Photoshop war with. That just escalated. And next thing I know, here I am. I have no idea how I got here. It's just a fun yeah. meme. It's all here it is. Right. It's just a, just a fun meme. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. <laughs> they, they do. They do fucking say that. Actually, I have heard. Uh, it's tax season, so they say. They say a lot of that. Uh, that's how it is works. it tax season? Is it tax season now? For uh, some of us, it is, 
It, Are we well, going back to tax? Or? No, we're not going. No, we're not. We're not going to talk about tax. <laughs> we're not going back to tax. It's, no, it's the worst bit of tax season. It's the well, well, worst or best. I mean, as in you, you know how you pay you pay it now. So it's the furthest distance between you having to pay it. But if you got it wrong, now you're in trouble because you've just committed tax fraud. We still have another tax fraud or not? Days. I'm already feeling better because I'm like, well, it's about to be paid. I have some number that's being paid. I can feel good. I can breathe a little bit. I know how much is going to be on my bank account at the end of this. Tax fraud or not, I feel better. There you go. At least the number's in, right? That's all that matters. Exactly right. <laughs> wow. That's the one. <laughs> sure, sure the podcast uh, people so really love that. It's meant to be that guy yeah. than this guy. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> What'd you do? You load up all the Balmer pictures. He's got all the Boomer pictures. He's got all the Boomer pictures. Okay, so um, so in conclusion, I have no idea what the corporate thing is. Turns out, it, just whatever, man. <laughs> Go back to sleep, Frey. That's the answer. Yeah, man. It's just a fun meme. You're not missing out on anything except for being cool. Missing, so. so, so you you didn't all just get rich off a corporate and a corporate NFT. We re- we remain unfunded. <laughs> Okay, right. game and notes NFT is we so right. so basically what you're saying is you came up with a dank meme that had traction and didn't link it to game of nodes or monetize uh, it or make NFTs. Correct. Yeah, clearly so monetization like is my, not our bag. Like it kind of sounds just, like my influence in the room was needed. <laughs> when you put it and, when you put it that way, now I feel stupid. <laughs> it's like, you need you need like uh, Tom Cruise and Jeremy Maguire. <laughs> Show me the money. Show me the Frey, money. Frey, our, our primary focus is to have fun. Getting paid is secondary. That's true. <laughs> Having fun. What's that? <laughs> I haven't had yeah. fun since nineteen ninety seven. Well, you need to get out more, buddy. Get yourself a nice uh, audio visual lag. That'll, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your legs, your legs, so big today, Nell. You could probably get out and go walk about, and then get back by the time it's finished. I can get bigger. This is this is only half zoom. I could, I could zoom right in. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> so let's I not be, let's not be comparing zoom factors now. That's that's uh, it's, well, it's not going to help the people listening later on podcast players, is it? For one thing, so um, I, I can chuck on my seventeen millimeter lens. You'll probably be able to see behind my monitor. Oh, you're on the uh, you're on the fancy camera. Eh? You're on the DSLR. Yeah, hence the lag and uh, like yesterday afternoon, me putting holes in my wall trying to make it work, and uh, it didn't go well. It's still not going well. It's cost me more money than I care to admit, and yeah, I'm still not yeah. happy. Yeah, <laughs> still obviously not happy, not happy now because there's this fucking lag. I got this. I have a like a capture card, like a USB capture card. Mm-hmm. And for the life of me, I can't make it fucking work. If I go and I can plug the shit into my TV and the, the image comes out of my TV, probably with a lag, but uh, I just <laughs> cannot seem to get it to capture in this fucking HDMI capture. Uh, it's, what's, I'm very annoyed. Got, and who's got Discord open? Oh, fuck, who do you think it is? It's course oh, it's not. Probably me. He's <laughs> degenerating Discord. 100%, well, well, this, 100% this is, not lag. exactly the lag of course. You know, I'm going to have to, I'm sorry, I'm going to, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have to refer this to HR because this is, this is an unacceptable lack of professionalism. I yeah, don't this is not, know. This is not the first time. No, I, I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name names, but some of your colleagues have in, in 360 feedback, they've mentioned this. Schultze, not naming any names, people have mentioned, in anonymous feedback that, that you leave discord open at, at, you know while they're trying to help you uh redeploy your shit 
or whatever the fuck it was that Shorty was helping you with earlier today. Sorry, uh, anonymous could be anybody. Uh, people have mentioned that you're not paying due. They're, they're trying to help you with the task. And like I said, it could be anybody, but this, is, this has come up to HR before. So I think we, we're going to have to take disciplinary action now. Schultze was sending me messages in Discord. Like, <laughs> what do you want me Just to close now? it and not fucking read it? <laughs> Are we, uh, I, well, I, I, I don't think pointing fingers is going to help you at this point now. Like, there's, th- that ship has sailed. I think we, we're into a formal disciplinary process now, right? I literally don't know how to turn the sound off. I'm very sorry. Can I please be let off with a warning? Stop sending me shit. <laughs> that was my... <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, you alternate click on discord and then you you move the the mouse right it might be a trackpad depending on your setup and then you click quit it's i mean i know it's quite complicated granddad but or command q just go with that one if i close this i'm gonna get behind do you know how hard it is to catch back up again you see these blocks these are like half second blocks you just cannot get back to the head after you close this how many unread do you have in discord What's, what? what's, the, always, what's the icon say in Discord? How many unread do you have? Maybe a few thousand. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, what the fuck? So do I. You're not missing too shit. much. I mean, you're clearly. I, I do. I do I'm like fall wonder. behind. I do like wonder sometimes when people are like, oh, I work all the time. I'm like, okay, there's a difference between like working all the time and being on Discord all the time. Just there, reading there Discord. Very, <laughs> oh, very, very different activities. One of, one of them is. is well, it's kind of close to ma- closer to masturbation than work, really. But you know, that's um, so. You know, it look. It was worth reading this one because it's fun. But it was it was artifact showing me his uh, stickers that he's got for um, East Denver and uh, giving me the website that he made it on. But also saying, "Be warned, it's dangerously fun to make swag here. You can go off the rails fast." So I, I guess there's going to be a lot of artifact uh, swag at uh, East Denver. <laughs> oh yeah, he has these this, these holographic astronauts that are doing yoga. Oh man, how cool are they? So cool. I feel <laughs> I feel straight jealous. It's it's like it went past envy and it's, it's deep into the jealousy area. Wait, yeah, wait, it's funny. on a t-shirt or a, like no, just sticker. stickers? Okay, well, I'm not going to eat Denver, so it, there was no point in us making swag, you know. And the the couple of times we made it, then the events that we were going to take them to, they weren't delivered in time, and then I just ended up like in our office. Basically, we have under my desk. There's just like a pile of stuff for the couple of times when we bought it. It's arrived late. It's just like cool what am i gonna do with this now like it's just under my desk getting in the way of there my feet. it is yeah exactly 100 percent. okay so uh other things this week so we've we had a we had a poll on twitter following up on our hard-hitting civil discussion right last week on game of nodes um asking the question okay is white labeling a civil attack what do the people think you know we, we've we've had a, a long discussion about it what do the people think we want to get some some feedback um 60 of people on that poll not important how many people responded definitely <laughs> definitely a representative Huge. sample Huge size of the cosmos massive well, well i voted with 12 of my accounts so. <laughs> <laughs> massive numbers on this one massive big bigly numbers um, 60% of people said white labeling was a Sybil. 16.3, a mere 16.3 people. I mean, obviously, you know, completely impartial, but a mere 16.3% of people said it wasn't a Sybil. Um, 
Okay. And then a third option. No, it's not a Sybil, but it's still dangerous for the network. Uh, 23.8% of people said that. So, uh, and, and the, the no, but still dangerous camp, I think, um, was summed up by uh, Twitter user ship the code, which I nearly read as something else. Um, the code. <laughs> uh, summed up as white labeling while oper- white labeling operations introduce correlated risk it's as simple as that sometimes it's even hidden so no one knows it's there and that was that was kind of the summary i think of the um the no but still dangerous camp uh so, which is which is sort of like it's like a it's not white labeling but we're not super happy about it um which i was surprised more people didn't go for but but yeah nearly 25 percent of people went for that one so that's this uh, as a as a um a validator and a network owner i guess well not really owner but a network founder is is that the right mm-hmm. word what what do you think about this whole situation i mean it's there's like there's white white labeling to various degrees there's people who are white labeling but they have like basically some dedicated third party who's not doing or potentially not doing other nodes and then there's just like flat out white labelers who basically have are running thousands of nodes for other people um and sometimes as we've seen don't even give the keys to the people who own the the validators what do you think man what do you what are your thoughts i mean yeah there is the spectrum from zero to one and in between there's everything else so white labeling to an extent i feel is fine because if there is someone that really wants to contribute to the network like let's just take the example of confio no, from mm-hmm. one of the other dramas today. Uh, it is important that, you know, people like Confio, they might not have the expertise. They might not have the bandwidth. They might have the expertise, but not the bandwidth to be able to run these ops, right? And especially in the Cosmos ecosystem, it is very hard to be able to incentivize someone that's a long-term contributor without them running a validator and without giving them a delegation grant. So that has become the most common practice of the way in which we incentivize contributors or stakeholders, I'll say. And these stakeholders can be technical people, non-technical people. And for them, white labeling is important. We've also seen cases where funds, VC funds, do not know how to run infrastructure. And they essentially, you know, have, they contact the good guys, you know, they make sure to contact the right set of people and get them to run a node, right? In this case, again, various degrees, various uh, methodologies are employed and keys are given, not given. Uh, some don't even take the, uh, you know, some don't take the mnemonic, some you know, uh, do X, Y, Z. So it is important because, you know, from a DAO structure standpoint, at least that's what's established at this point in time. But going forward, you know, with more options for stakeholders to involve, maybe, uh, you know, white labeling will not be necessary. And one analogy that, you know, I'd like to share here is, uh, just take a look at what is happening in the Ethereum world, right? And these are not white labeled as such. They, they are sovereign, but at the same time, they're managed services if we look at them, you know, in a Web2 context. So, yeah, I mean, it is it is everywhere and it is in the network and, you know, like Lunk, like the Luna community. Yeah, that is a different story altogether. Right. And then there are yeah. networks. The all nodes community. Sorry. <laughs> the all nodes community. Yeah. 
exactly the all notes <laughs> community right so yeah. that's a different story altogether but you know these have existed in other networks you know in the other 50 plus networks in the ecosystem and i think they're relatively okay but uh, they're not safe i'm in the no but they're dangerous camp and this is let me be clear that we do run uh, white label services it's not a white label service but more like a managed service and we help cosmic validator run their infrastructure right mm-hmm. so from a technology standpoint so this is this was one of the revenue streams that we had as well you know back when we were bootstrapping the network and you know doing various other ways i mean doing various other things to contribute So in the beginning, your node operations were to actually, and this may still be the case, but your node operations were basically to gather token to support the, um, uh, 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 like your, your, what the fuck is it called? The, uh, basically like your initial listing of your, your coin, right? I can't remember what it's called. Like your LP. It was to support LP, right? In, Uh, LBP, you mean something like that? Sorry, LBP. You mean for the LBP? Yeah, yeah, for the LBP. Yeah. Ah, uh, no, actually, it is primarily so it's twofold. So we have what is like a fiat revenue and a token revenue, and this is primarily used for you know team the team's expenses, infra operations, and so on and so forth, and of yeah. course to be able to you know fund operational development for Omniflix. but you know most likely we won't be utilizing validator tokens the tokens that the omniflix network uh, validator earned uh, you know as revenue from or you know as rewards from some of the other networks for the lbp so that will most likely be uh, you know an option down the list you know it won't be the case because in the new stream swap model we don't have to do that that's the advantage yeah so yeah okay no okay i get it and and you said that your your validator operations are managed by someone else is that what you said no we, oh no they they're managed by yourself or did you say you do some white label for someone sorry i i missed yeah, like exactly you know we uh, we manage uh, infra for others yeah that's right do do you have a like uh, um is that disclosed at all like who that is or yeah, yeah? cosmic validator yes oh yeah cosmic yeah yeah mm. Um, I mean, this is public. We wanted to, to do it the right way. They yes, they wanted to right do it the right way as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it necessarily really matters. I think I agree with the zero to one type of thing. And like, there's probably an area where, at some point, it's it doesn't make sense. Um, I do think it has to, to do with the wallet. And the only reason it has to do with the wallet is really for governance. But you know, my drum I keep beating is that. validators should not be voting on voting share so really that governance piece shouldn't really matter and if you got rid of that then this would be an issue that would go away i mean there's still a risk obviously from a blocks producing perspective and you have depending on who that white label is if they're running out of one or two small dcs and you have a issue in terms of chain stopping due to that right um and that that's that's still an issue but i think most people get riled up because of the governance piece and that and that all no saying was really going back to the idea that they were doing uh they were either res- they own those wallets or they were doing voting for people or whatever else which i think is that stuff is is pretty fucked um let's catch up on some comments uh badgerbyte <coughs> says uh nell preaches the truth that's not a comment Always. that's just a, that's just <laughs> that's just a fluff that's not so fucking fluff that's not <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't put that shit in chat no, because you know it's coming on stream. That's a that's a valid <laughs> no that's no a very comments. valid comment. No, that is not preaching the truth. Sisla says like, oh, we also <laughs> run white labels. We run them for Cosmic Validator, and then like two minutes later, and I was like, so wait, hang on a minute, wait a second. You guys run white labels? <laughs> it's, Mate, like, it's, it like is the, it's like it's like Zulad where he's like, so wait. But why male models? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to listen and, and read at the same time. And right? read your own compliments Stop and chat reading at the same time. Discord. <laughs> I was stuck reading Nell awesome. Preaches the Truth like over and over again. <laughs> I got stuck on that comment. Uh, anyway, so Badgerbot also says way too many validators are, oper- are operators that have zero technical skills and thus are employing the white labels. Yes. Yeah. But there are quite a few. Honestly, Cosmos validators they're all marketers. Either they're marketing to the community, they're marketing to project owners, or they're marketing to other validators. Those are the three groups. Like the, And all validators fit into one or multiple of those camps. Either they go after community delegations, they go after the project owners, right, for foundation, or they go after other validators, meaning like they provide infrastructure for their validators. But they're all marketers. I mean, that's a hell of a statement to make. That's basically like saying, yeah, all of these value validators provide value to someone or other. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying they're all good okay. marketers. I'm saying that they, the successful ones, the ones who have been so, repeatedly so wait, successful all across chains, if we're are all marketers, marketers, right? Then why isn't this podcast? I don't know. I mean, we're terrible marketers. <laughs> I mean, I kind of disprove it thus. <laughs> they're all marketers. But, but that, that statement's true. Like they, they all, mar- in some sort of way, like they always have focuses, right? Like it, people go after, they go after foundation, right? And they want to be able to help and make foundation. I mean, marketer's not a bad thing. I don't think it is a negative term. It's not a negative term, but they have a target market, right? They either are very community focused. And so they talk about governance, all that type of shit, or they go after foundation where they want to be able to help projects. And that, that that's not necessarily bad marketing. It just means they want to be able to help and they want to grow the ecosystem or they, they provide infrastructure to other validators or they provide things to be able to help in that way. But and it does have to be limited and it's not necessarily negative, but they all kind of fit into those groups, right? Um, at least ones that have repeated success with you. Yeah. Oh, but actually, to be fair, there was another comment that Badgerbyte made. Uh, I think it was not Badger about Byte. Null, is it? Uh, yeah, it's like, Null's great. I love Null. I'm definitely not <laughs> Null's sock, sock puppet. That was, no, no. Um, they said, um, uh, it's not that difficult to run at a single node, just learn the skills, FFS. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. But the, it's the follow-up to this that's, that's the, well, what I want to get on, which is is when you scale to run on many chains, things to start to become tricky, right? But picking up on what you were saying, you said, but that kind of everybody's <clears throat> everybody, I, I, you know, I, I'm 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 shit posting, right? But I, I think you're actually kind of pretty much bang on the money. Everybody has the structure of validation in Cosmos. The size of the valve sets means that yes, you do have to mm-hmm. be a marketer for for want of a better term, um, but. I, I think I, I would actually caveat that slightly differently. I think that you have to to survive as a validator. You have to. <clears throat> a lot of validators do come from, especially what let's call them like the app chain winter validators or the the Stargate era validators. Yeah. You know, just after IBC, like that generation of validators. The majority are technical people, but the majority also have one thing in common. I've noticed from talking to literally hundreds of validators. One of the benefits of doing Juno at the time that I got involved was that I've talked to a lot of validators and the ones that have stuck around tend to be the ones that are business minded. Right. And I think what I've noticed in the validator community, especially the people that I talk to and work with very regularly is that 
the validators who have survived are the ones who are technical but business minded or they are good marketers but business minded or they like whatever the skill is that's underlying their contribution yeah they all have in common they fundamentally run a business and they and they they think in terms of running a business rather than necessarily in the more idealistic terms that i think the developer cohort do in cosmos and, yeah. and actually i was talking to shortly in the week about this which is that i think as a developer and this is where badger bites comment comes in as well is that the issue with that is that as soon as you start to think in a kind of business focused way you you start to have to scale right because that's how mm-hmm. you you mitigate sure. risk right. and that is where the white that is where a the white labeling uh, becomes a problem right because you you start to have to look at other solutions can you scale yourself can you hire new people all of these in, introduce different risks and different stresses right uh, and white labeling is is both a way of reducing risk and also introducing new risk to you as a business and to the network blah 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 but there's another interesting thing right which is that it also depending on what your speciality is it can take you further away from your speciality and this is the tension i think that I was talking to Schultze about in the week, which is that if you're a developer, there are only so many hours you can put into uh, in the week. It's very, very hard to scale focused flow hours on a development task. It's basically impossible to scale them, in fact. And so when you scale to multiple chains with that as your primary you know, value add, you find that increasingly you stop doing hands-on code and you start becoming more of an advisor more of a kind of like a oh i've seen this before here's what here's what happened here's whatever and i think actually both me and Schultze, developers validators run a small business now and both of us i think when we participate in say mainnet genesis ceremonies and things like that i think the invites come for this kind of reason and you're sat there in the channel being like oh think we've seen this before this might be what's happening if something goes wrong or whatever and if everything's totally smooth and no worries okay forget about it or documentation or like encouraging people to set up cosmovite it's all these tiny little things that you've learned they're not really you've you've for the need to scale the business you've actually become quite divorced from what you kind of see as your core skill set and I think that's the that's the other interesting thing like we're taking it out we're taking it a little bit away from what we were talking about a second ago which is um, you know, sybils and white labeling, all that sort of stuff. But I think there is also a tension, and we've talked about this in the past in various scenarios, between how you scale a validator operation while still adding the same amount of value add to multiple communities, right? Because even if you hire like three people, the lot of the knowledge you have that makes you a value to one community, it, it's in your head and it's quite hard to scale that. Right. Um, if that is your your thing, I mean, other te- other skill sets that are maybe are not technical, it's much much more easy to scale marketing. Say you can get good marketing people, you can socialize that knowledge, and then you can move forward probably a lot more easily than you can, you know, debugging the, the fucking event system in the SDK, right? <laughs> right. But and, and to go along with that, I think my my point in like calling that that different marketing buckets was also to say like. And if, if people are marketers to delegators, like, like let's use Don as a, as an example. So Don provides a value to the cosmos, right? And he, he wants to be able to earn as a validator and he's going to use a white label, right? Somebody's actually running those notes for him um, to be able to do that. I, I really don't have a problem with that. Like, I mean, part of that, you, you can expect that, that, that he's marketing to the community. And so community markers, you have NFT groups that are doing this. Like we talked about or, orbital apes and other ones you have, 
you have YouTube personalities, you have like us, like we're two huge YouTube personalities, um, and and like other types of groups that want to be able to exercise that right um, to be able to run a validator, but don't have the skills to do that. So that would be a white label situation. If they go to Sisler, or they go to who, one of you guys to be able to do that. I, that would be great because I know at least that like at least from that perspective, um, you know, it's their right to do that, and they can they can drum up the delegation, and they, if they have somebody who can make sure that they don't double sign, then so be it. Um, but I mean, again, that's cosmos. I think I've, I think I've, I think we fought against that in the past, right? Like I, think I remember in a previous episode, we talked about like, like find different ways to, to be able to compensate those groups and like let validators be infrastructure in, experts to be able to run infrastructure. But I think that's not this, I don't think that's this ecosystem. I think that's Avalanche and that's Near and that's Aptos and that's other ones that are even Ethereum where like you have a different type of structure to be able to drum up delegations. Um, this one is a popularity, like there's a bit of popularity and there's a benefit structure to it. And if that's it, then so be it. I guess it's also just like fundamentally the case that when you have the internet of blockchains and they're all sort of running a, a service that you squint at it, it looks similar. It's easy to, it is easier to scale your knowledge from one chain to another chain or even to just like, you know, like a really prime example would be um, a portion of the Juno docs come from um, the Stargaze testnet docs, which were pinched. We pinched them, we rewrote chunks of them, and that became like the Juno docs for the testnets and then for mainnet. And then they get, got developed over time. And then a lot of the Juno docs, like for the chains that launched after Juno, right. um, you know, they kind of use those same documents, documentation, yeah. stuff like that. And, and, and like, this is a good thing, right? Because it shows how mm -hmm. reusable and how easy it is to disseminate that be. knowledge. Because, yeah, of course, be. the Juno docs were based on the Stargaze docs and were based on presumably regen and other things before that, right? Whereas you go to another ecosystem and you look at the knowledge base there and like it's like the core team or the GitHub or whatever, and it's usually just the core team or the foundation and then asking around others via DM. Like the, the difference between Cosmos, the amount of information that's written is available for you as a validator, the videos, the just because of the number of chains. Right. And it's all transferable knowledge versus like Aptos. Hey, you want to run, uh, you know, Aptos on AWS? Cool. There's some example Terraform in the repo. There's docs from the foundation. You run into a problem. Mm -hmm. You need to find another validator on Slack and DM them. Right. right. That that would right. be because it's, there's only there's such a small number. Whereas like there's what a, th a thousand, maybe more validators in Cosmos. It's like it's it's like a, a significant cohort of people, right? And, and right. teams and companies and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also interesting that Cosmos is unique in that so many of us validators undercut each other, not just in commissions, but also in like the products we provide. Like our public art PCs that we provide um, hit between ten and thirty million uses per day, right? Now, if you go to like Ethereum, you have Infira, which is a multi-billion dollar company who hits obviously another order of magnitude more than that. But the fact that so many validators in the cosmos provide so much public infrastructure, Pokachu holds snapshots. Whereas before that, before Pokachu came around, there was QuickSync, I want to call it. And they were, they I think cost 10,000 a month for a network to, to have. And they provided less updated snapshots, less performance snapshots. And I would say less... Um, clean documentation for how to download them that Pokachu does for 10,000 a month. So if Pokachu was getting 10,000 a month for each of these networks, 
that would be, you know, he's on 40 networks or whatever. That's 400,000 a month in theory, but he just does it for free and it's a superior service. So there's so many things that validators are undercutting, you know, they're kind of selling their, their product short in order to create their brand, which then goes back to why white labeling is kind of necessary because there's that income stream that's necessary and why developers can't really aren't making great money as expected because all of these products should be out there. Like Confio, the fact that Confio went out here and is like, hey, we need to stop our public good in spite of it being arguably one of the most important aspects of the cosmos. I think they also do Cosm.js, right? Two of the most important aspects of the cosmos. Yep. And they're not able yep. to get funding for it. Right, right. Because of these weird undercutting principles that we all kind of live by to build our well, brand. Well, yeah. well so so yeah, it's, to pick so to pick up on so to just just sort of again so spell out the scenario here uh, very clearly. We alluded to this earlier, saying that we arranged all the drama neatly before Game of Notes that we could talk about it. Um, this is kind of what we were talking like, like what Sisla was saying a little bit earlier, where you know traditionally developers as uh, sort of recompense the stakeholders by running a validator, you know, what Schultz is picking up there on then is that that, that that leads to attention because you're getting drawn away by where you make your income from, away from being a developer because you make your income as a validator and that's now your your business. And so then where this comes in in today's drama du jour, um, or one of, the, <laughs> one of the several things that's happened today, is that Confio um, creators of Cosmwasm uh, as you say, maintainers of Cosm.js, um, which is the primary way people build UIs in the Cosmos, um, announced that they are not going to be maintaining. Um, uh, Cosmwasm is also how, why we have smart contracts. Without Cosmwasm, Cosmwasm smart contracts. That's yeah, We've had, obviously, Ethan and, and we've had Simon on the show before mm-hmm. uh, to talk about that. Obviously, Juno, we have a lot of interest in Cosmwasm and smart contracts. Um, so they are not going to be maintaining those those public good projects anymore. Uh, they're not going to be triaging PRs. They're not going to be looking after them. Um, and there's also a knock-on effect for security uh, notifications that the existing security notification um, infrastructure is going to cease with a couple of exceptions. So a couple of projects do actually fund Confio directly. Juno is one of them. What, what other um, projects fund them? Although there is some there is some complication to that in a bear market, um, but Juno does uh, fund Confio, and there is a there is a, an ongoing there's a whole ongoing thing. There's some complexity basically around the fact that Juno isn't a foundation. But so some teams like Juno are still, I believe, going to get security notifications and some kind of you know support from Confio. Just, um, just posted a tweet from um, me saying. Yep, and they've posted they they posted a a, a, um, a medium article basically explaining their position and saying that until they raise, uh, I think their burn rate is two million dollars a year. Um, they have 25, 25 staff and freelancers, I think, Confio, and so like until we're basically solvent effectively again, um, we have to prioritize the things that are bringing in money, and that unfortunately is at odds with spending all our time working on WASMD, Cosmwasm, Cosmjs, uh, and also upstreaming quite a bit of stuff into the SDK, from what I understand. There's a there's the whole SDK 46, 47 thing as well, which I gather eats up a fair amount of time. So that <laughs> so so is this so the, is- the one liner here, the bombshell is no more support for Cosmwasm. 
and then there's a little asterisk with sort of except Juno. Who, who else? <laughs> yeah. Who else supports Confio? You said there are three chains. I who? think Stargaze do. Mm-hmm. I think Stargaze have given them some coinage. And Terra so. has a proper up for it right now. Terra two has a prop up for it right now. Okay, right. And so, so is this is this a um, is this a chicken game? I mean, do they really not want to support it, or they can't, and they've been asking for funding, and now they're saying, "Well, well yeah." I we're think gonna- it's like I think it's like a "This is what happens when we don't get funded" type thing because I'm sure they want to maintain it, but you can't just keep running at a loss and asking and asking and not getting any traction. If people like realize the consequences of not funding them, um, look, I mean, it's entirely possible that someone else picks up the candle. Like, yeah, there's nothing stopping it's... someone else coming in and go, well, fuck it, we'll we'll maintain it. We've got surplus dev power or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, so. Some people in the chat are saying osmosis as well. I think they uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Osmosis paid specifically for the original integration, um, and that was like a t- a time boxed piece of work and support. And I'm. I'm not sure there's like an ongoing agreement behind that, but perhaps they've paid more funds over since then. Hmm. So I could be could be wrong about that. But obviously that's kind of the tip of the iceberg for the number of projects that are using Cosmwasm. Um and the fact that it has become kind of the default stack really um right. for new projects in the cosmos. Um so yeah, there's it is one of those things where I think I think people who are have any interaction with Confio or behind the scenes, this is not a surprise because I think they're, the complexity of their funding, Null's just making himself coffee in the background there. Yeah, uh, the complexity of their funding, I think, is is quite common knowledge, like as in that people, that they, they need more funding than they're getting uh, and it's a bear market. Um, but I think this is this is probably like Usurper says, like... I mean, is it cry for help? That's not that's not quite what I mean, is it? But it's like a, it's not quite it's not pl- quite playing chicken, but it is a hope that by essentially embarrassing potentially foundations that were dragging their feet yeah. in public, the the people will pay up. Essentially, I've, well, it's a it's definitely a way to show the cost of maintaining this tool set that all these chains benefit from. Right, that's one way of doing that. I don't know, I, and I didn't mean to say it was chicken like as a as a bad thing. I, it's just a way to say like we can't afford it. It must have been a difficult decision internally, also for this team, um, since they are the founders of this idea, and like it's created so much opportunity to then have to say we have this you know these these amount of people on staff we were going to abandon or not abandon, but you know we're going to stop working on it. Um, although I the the Juno the Juno caveat is weird because you would think that. Um, if you're going to give Juno alerts, you would be able to give everybody alerts, which means you're doing the same amount of work, whether you're telling one team or 30 teams. So I'm curious around that, but I think it, well, I think it's also about responsiveness and whether people have set up a, you know, like an alert, a security procedure. Mm. So most Cosmosm chains based on an agreement made, I can't remember if it's, I think this must have been in 2021, have a security.md in their repo, which details a way of getting in touch, basically. Right. And a round robin of people you should get in touch with and how. Mm. Um, so there is like actually a pretty straightforward way of doing that. But whether or not those people are actually A, contactable, B, gone away, C, got their Discord, um, you know, like I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you can't just send me a Discord invite um so like it's things like that where you know have you had some previous interaction with them like whereas like for us like 
you know, I know Simon, I know Ethan. If they need to get hold of Juno, they can get hold of me, they can get hold of Jake, they can get hold of a, a number of people on the team. Super easy. For some other projects, I think there's less of a direct line of communication. So I think it's also a little bit. Mm. It's, it's a little bit about like, can I, in between the time it takes for me to remember a thing and walk to the fridge to get the milk, can I send a message on my phone that's like, yo, security update? Yeah. The other thing is the fray um, that now um, Ethan and gang actually have like an economic interest in the security of Juno. So I don't think that they would um, let it get out of date in that regard just because of their own uh, interests as well. Yeah, makes sense. But still, I mean, I mean, when you think about it for the greater ecosystem, that's it's a tough decision for them to make to have to do that. So, and and I don't know if it's, it, it, do we would the community want someone else to pick it up, or is it really? Oh, this is a wake up call. We need to do a better job of funding the underlying infrastructure and code that's creation of the whole that the whole ecosystem benefits from. That seems well, like a know, worst case scenario maybe. to me. Which one? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's entirely possible that there's like some other company out there who's got surplus dev power. And, you know, it might be a business move for them. They might be, well, we'll pick it up now and we'll just kick the can along the road and keep it up to date with security and then wait till the bull market and then start asking people to fork up. Yeah. I mean, I don't think people don't want to pay Confio for the, for the support of Cosmosm. It's just that at the moment is a bad time. Um, and obviously the grants you get along the way run out. So you sort of have to constantly be getting cash injections for this type of maintenance. And unfortunately, that's not a problem during a bull market. But when it hits like a downtrend like we are now, everybody starts to start looking at their liquidity and this type of thing. And they're like, right. well, we can't afford to hand over, you know, half a million dollars a year anymore. So, or, you know, a quarter or whatever. So, well, we, yeah. you know, it's just... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no. Well, it just becomes like... We want to give you the money, but we can't because we'll, like, you know, kill our community at the same time. And then what's the point? And the so, irony here is this is where the conversation comes back around to running a validator. How would they get constant income? They run a validator. And then... Yeah, if they ran just, a validator on every network that they supplied, um, what who that uses, Cosmosm, and then petitioned for a decent stake from the the foundations or whatever they call the big bags these days, then, you know, they might have some sort of security in that. And that could be a, a public good validator. And I got no problem. If that's I mean, look, at it, look at the size of label for them. Look <laughs> at the size of a lot of notional do- uh, delegations on chains. You mean two? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. a lot or, of those are from teams. Yeah. And yeah. A lot of those are yeah. team delegations. Or right. even the growth of DowDow, right? Same type of thing, right? They just launched and they were top 10 within, because they, because a community recognizes the, the, the benefits. I'm not sure how much the, this is a bit of how the sausage was made. So it's not necessarily as visible as something like Dow um, because it's a little bit behind the scenes, but something that could be marketed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dow rocketed up because it is, you know, it's a recognized brand of the mm-hmm. chain. So, mm-hmm. um, but also I think that maybe um, Jake supported that quite a lot himself. I could be wrong there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. We, we saw, we saw a wee bit of shuffling. So, but also with that, I, I mean, that is a way to do it in this type of situation. I'm not sure if that's the best way of being able to support that. Like, I, to your point before, like it does seem that like there is a there is a <laughs> case to be made for teams that that are using Cosmosm to be able to fund that in some sort of way, right? Um, 
and and that might be grants or something similar to that. But I agree. And also your point before, Null about like grants running out. I mean, a lot of times I'm guessing the, the timing that Cosmosm came out and the grants that were given, those tokens now are if they didn't exercise them right away, those tokens are probably worth one tenth of what they were, right? So even a large grant that was made in the middle of 2022 is not the same as what it is today. Similarly, yeah, exactly. Osmo, but, I think there was a sell. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that sold out straight away, right? I don't know. I, I, some of those do. Do they all do that, or they kind of hold on based on? I thought I for Osmo they like, couldn't like, sell. I thought there was like a six month. What was that? Vesting period or something. I I, I thought so. I could be, be wrong. T- I mean, depending on the grant size, that's tough because your point before, like you just drain the liquidity pool, right? Or are you gonna you know you're gonna kill it for a month? It'd be better to spread I, it out. I but. think the the thing that's interesting here to to me, right, is that something taking it back to like what we were talking about, like it's whatever you are, whether you're a developer, whether you're whatever, like the thing the validators have in common is that they're business-minded, right? If you're business-minded, you diversify your risk. You don't allow yourself to be backed into a corner, right? You don't want one client to be holding a gun at you. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's some interesting conversation, there's an interesting conversation happening in the chat. And there's like, a, uh, so like a really prime example of this, um, Jose Luis, Luis Lopez says, uh, we need to find a better way to fund a project without the, having them running nodes. We should allow teams to do what they best do best code, right? And that's great because you, you you fund them, they can code, happy days, they have to want to run validators, and they're completely dependent on that income stream, right? So right. they're still in a high risk situation, right? And and this is kind of the and this is kind of the 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 burnout. It's it's a part of the funding problem in 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 the cosmos and maybe in crypto generally, and it's but definitely in cosmos, and it's also part of the burnout problem which we've talked about in the past. Is that if you if you want to have a semi sustainable way of doing this full time, you actually ironically can't do your thing full time because you're going to have to run a validator, and that gradually just takes over your focus and. There are pros and cons. The pro is that you can't fully be backed in a corner by anybody right. once you have like a brand and a setup and a yada yada yada. But you are so you are still dependent on a small pool of 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 different of different things. But it's less so than like one project says we don't want you, you know, you we don't need development anymore, uh, and that's it. You're like okay, it's. But, but I mean, what's if if it's revenue for your company? It's that, a right. small investment to have someone run some infra to get the revenue but but is that well not, is it is it why though? not I mean, white label the fucking thing <laughs> well, well that's what well, well, right. but this is what i mean it's yeah. back to white labeling white labeling is so much cheaper than like hi- hiring a member of staff in the country we're in like so our our fine our finance guys say do not under any circumstances so it's not easy to hire and fire in the uk um unless you're literally going bankrupt as a company and you can demonstrate that um, so the rule of thumb is you need like a year to two years worth of their salary, usually two in crypto because our accounts are crypto, you know, they know the stuff, finance guys. And they're like, okay, look, we've seen people get into enough trouble. You need to have two years in the bank before you hire each person, two years in the bank, two years of a dev salary. We would have minus a lot of money in the bank. And this has affected us with working on projects like Howl and stuff as well, because like obviously we have uh, the two other people worked on that. Like we all co-founded it together and built that. And you know, you're like, okay, well, can we bring more developers to work on this? Everybody's working on it part time, and we're the company in the mix that has like some funds in the bank because we work full time in crypto. 
And then you go, you look at the amount it costs to hire a developer and you look at how much we've got and how much we own tax and all this other stuff. And you're like, yeah, we've got like, you know, besides, besides our existing contractual obligations to freelance and blah, 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 and all the other bits and pieces that we have coming in, you're like, we, 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 we bring on one person and we are burnt through in under 12 months, like really, really quickly. And you're like, and, 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 and this is that this is like the root of the problem It's not even that you burn through your cash so quickly. It's that no developer is going to take a job when they come into interview and they're like, hmm, you work in a high risk sector. How much money do you have in the bank? And you're like, definitely enough to pay you for three years. Please come and work for us. <laughs> you trust know? me, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, just trust me, man. I'm not going to have to make you redundant in, in 10 months time. And, and this is like the the essence of like, the, the even with Juno, when we were doing outreach to find people who are crypto interested and worked in Go, right, to maybe come and work on this. And this is going back a year and a half. This is like pre-launch. I, I know some incredibly good developers, they work in Go. And I was talking to some of these guys and being like, hey, look, this stuff is it's child's play for you. Like, you know, you could, you could do this. There's money in it, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, yeah, but it's not sustainable money, is it? Like, they're like, I contract. I'm, I go on, I get this amount per day. I invoice every week. I get paid. Why, why would I bother? Why would I bother with that drama? And it's, it, and it's, it's that risk reward thing of like the consistency, which I think, you know, even if you can get those guys to come work on a permanent contract, it's so hard to guarantee funds, right? If you buy a house, you have to guarantee funds. If you're trying to hire somebody, you don't have to guarantee funds formally, but that is the interview process is they're looking at you going, is this guy a deadbeat? Is this chain a deadbeat? Is this project a deadbeat? And then you say to those guys, Hey, no, no, it is possible if you'd come and work on this cool project that you want to come work on, but you've also got to run a validator. And they're like, right. So there's now two things, is it? And then you go back around the houses. Uh, yeah. I mean, all I can say is, yeah, I can, I can actually share in that right now. One of my friends, he was just looking for work and I was like, Hey, consider the cosmos. And I gave him a rundown what was going to happen. And he browsed on Twitter for like a day or something. And he was like, I don't know about that. That doesn't seem doesn't seem like my cup of tea. And I was like, yeah, okay. It's a little wanna, orthogonal. I mean, it's just adding one more flame to the fire, right? That's, that's just it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like my friends are, my friends are, people I've used to work with, they're like, they're like, what do you do? Do you like just write small contracts all day? I was like, no, I spend a, uh, 30, 30 minutes in the morning staring into space with a coffee, thinking about tax. And then, then I do some admin then some more admin, then some server stuff, and then twiddle around with Ansible for a bit, and then and then yeah, there's a sweet twenty minute bit of the day where I get to write some Rust. It's fucking great, it's fucking great. And then it's lunch, and then a, and then you know, there's usually some cool. You got to catch up on Discord because Null's fucking set shit posting or you know whatever. And there's some corporate fucking Always avatars and Null shit posting. Yeah. Apparently, and yep. And ah oh god, and then somebody's pinging. I'm getting uh, GitHub notifications because somebody's complaining that some docs are out of date. And you're like, oh yeah, it's quite a fragmented, weird experience, existence trying to make all of these, kind of square all these circles. Like, but I think the important thing is, it's not that's not to complain. Like, if you can handle that, or if you're in any way C- into that, certainly like, sounds like it complained. Okay, well that's just because that's just my <laughs> regular tone of voice now. That's just that's just being British, like. It's totally so, fine. You we talk about the weather, but like, but like, I think the point is that not everybody wants that. Some people literally they want to work on a thing they're really interested in. They want to come to work every day, get into flow, knock it out, go home. Or if they're working from home, 
stay at home and go into the other room or whatever. Yeah, working at home I, is uh, this is one of the problems of being a validator is like your office being your house and the beer being so close. So sometimes lunch turns into like just getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it is 57 minutes and we have asked this one question. But before we do that, we do have a topic, right, for today's show, not just this. There are some there's some great there's some great points in the chat I want to bring out cuz um these are these are really good. Ben Davis says I believe the hub should fund Confio. The indirect benefits alone make it, make it a no-brainer for me. Um and then soy2 oh, where the hell is it? Uh I think this is the right comment I'm picking up. It says soy2 says it's not a direct liability to the hub. Adam community has voted that they don't want to, they don't want Cosmosm on the hub so why should they pay for it? I think the consumer chain um, needs to support. And then I think the idea, that idea of like having, if the hub is the hub and we're going to be the the liquidity central of the cosmos, which they're trying to be able to be, right? With the interchain security and all that type of stuff, then maybe either they should be in a position to have to support tool sets that are used across multiple chains in the cosmos or... I wrote in the comment that maybe maybe then they shouldn't be able to allow it use to use interchain security on chains that use Cosmosm. Like why be able to apply that liquidity to chains that use tool sets that that they're not going to support. So I think there, there's kind of this case around trying to turn, not trying to turn, trying to keep um, Adam as being like a central hub of the Cosmos. And so what does that definition really mean? What does that mean? Is it just liquidity? And if it's just liquidity, then what in these tool sets that allow the Cosm to grow, do they have no responsibility to that? And maybe they don't, but I thought that was those are both good points I think that need to be called out. Nobody gives a shit. That's okay. Listen, maybe we're too oh, sorry. Deep. I'm just busy being the only one keeping timestamps. Dude, you're no, ti- I, dude, let's go. I, 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 I completely agree. I was just expecting somebody else to say something if I fucking shut up for a second. I do uh, love that. I just want to talk. I just want to call these timestamps. Timestamps number, it says. Zero bullshit for eleven minutes. Eleven. <laughs> it's literally the timestamp. That's what's happening in the As notes we've behind just the scenes. Though, this is what happens when I don't <laughs> fill the space. Forty nine hundred employing people is hard. <laughs> Those are. Look for these awesome chapters in the next game of notes. <laughs> Coming towards you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. while I really like the idea of the hub not having to fund Confio because the hub doesn't have Cosmosm, we've literally voted no on it confio does still handle cosm js right and that is like that is the thing that people use for interfaces for for cosmos so whether they should fund all of it or not they should certainly have some part of the burden to play um but i did really like there was another comment about like some sort of remittance system back to the cosmos hub if they end up paying for it and i think that's a really interesting idea of yeah um maybe cosmos doesn't need to cover all of it but Maybe there's some sort of like way of refunding Cosmos in some way if they end up covering all of it. I, I don't know. I think it probably makes more sense yeah. just to pay Confio directly. But the idea of some sort of like remittance between chains is absolutely fascinating to me. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I mean, there's there's a whole lot there. I mean, it just occurred to me as well. We've got Todd in the chat. We should have we should invite Todd on and made a whole Todd in the chat whole a whole party because obviously <laughs> Todd has done the Todd has. That was my a kind of loose attempt at an Australian accent for a split second, but I backed out as I was going into it, so it just ended up with a weird voice for the word party. Um, but Todd also has gone through the the, the kind of uh, applying for funds for public goods process on, on chains. We talked about that in the past with uh, tender duty. So 
um yeah that's that's completely on us for not thinking that that would be a good mix but we also need to talk to sisla as well but be, be, before, we spreadsheet, do. Spreadsheet, no, before we do spreadsheet before we do before we do before we do tombstone of the week injected yes. on mars so as some of you might be aware uh we're aim we're, we're gonna let's, let's deal with this we're, on the hour we can finally get to introducing and talking to our guest because we're scumbags i'm sorry we're just teenage dirtbags, baby. Before um, you go on with your Tombstone of the Week, I know you love to go on with Tombstone of the Week, but back when we were talking about Todd, I just want to shout out Todd for his um, Node security video on various ways that people can discover your validator node uh, and attack surfaces for your validator node. So if you're not already, go and check out uh, Links in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put the links in the in the show notes. Um, like and subscribe him so you can actually see his next security videos that he put out. He is great on security and you should listen to him. And that's the plug for Todd. So that wasn't sponsored or anything, but uh, definitely. Todd, should of course, being out. Block Pain. So if you see yeah, block, block Pain, Block Pain in the Cosmos, please delegate to Block Pain. Friend of the show and all around excellent human security mainframe being and if you haven't already friggin give us a like and subscribe to the fucking channel yeah do that uh we are at game of nodes underscore on twitter so go and follow that shit as well because i'm sick of you bastards coming here and watching this and not doing those things and delegate. we need to get we need to get more popular so you need to do those things for i don't know the algorithm or whatever but um also, yeah, delegate to our shit because we're getting poor and uh, <laughs> and our, we're slowly losing all of our delegations probably because of all the spicy shit that we say. So maybe maybe we could do a Confio thing and just do a public public thing that we're we're giving up game of nodes unless you guys delegate. Maybe, could we try it? I think that would win. Yeah. Or, or we could just who get, would take um, this shit over? There's no way to take it over. We could get so it, there's a there's a new game of in the cosmos. It's a game of chicken. We're all just gonna like say we're not gonna do our shit unless we get paid. No one will give a fuck. This will never work. This will never I, work. I, yeah. I've also I have a different plan, which is I'm going to get Ben Kingsley in character as Don to go around to all of the potential delegators and tell them to delegate. And uh, here's a sample of what that's gonna look like. Yes, 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 yes. That's going to get me the delegations. A man shouting this this far away from their face. Um, All right, finish off your rant about the tombstone of the week. All right, we're done. So, so, so this week's other news: Mars Hub uh, launched yesterday. Another friend of the show, smooth launch, Digital Larry. It was <laughs> it was uh, it was another one of those very late doors Genesis changes. And would you know it? <clears throat> not everybody had the correct Genesis. Uh, so. The chain made precisely one block, and then it it, it decided to have a little sit down. It, it was imagine the chain in in one of those European fairy tales. It's in a darkened wood. It started to walk into the wood, right? And there's there's all these noises and stuff, and it just sort of sits down on a toadstool and goes, "Hmm, I'm not sure about this, fellas." And after one block, that's sort of what it did. St- sat down to have a little think, have a little think. Uh, and, and after some poking in the back with a sharp stick, it decided to get back up and continue. Um, but as it, it continued, uh, a validator fell out of his basket and broke because the validator was an egg. 
I guess. Uh, so, so anyway, do you blame, blame the validator? Fucked up. Do you blame the validator for this or the um, validator or the the instruction validator? Because this is always like the same validator. thing. Like every time someone tombstones, it's because they don't know yeah, what so, to do. Yeah. So in this in this case, I think it was a combination of things. Like probably. If the launch hadn't been so so aggressively marketed as that time, that day and that time, um, it would have been better to push it back a bit and ensure that the validators were all running the same um, Genesis file. Even still, I, I submit to you that every experienced validator knows to maintain their state when shit goes to the wall. And yes. well, is this we, what happened? The state wasn't maintained because so that's in, how you get double signed. So the thing that happened was the validators in the chat were all relatively experienced. And so some, a couple of validators fully just went, I'm turning off, mm-hmm. which is a sensible thing to do when shit gets really fucky. Um, a couple of validators were like, no, we can probably recover this. Um, I think it was, it was either Crow's Nest or Crypto Crew um snapshotted block one and we're like okay with uh, from a fresh node with with verified the correct genesis and went okay we can we can use this to basically ensure we're all in the same state ensure we're on the same genesis and we can then move forward because uh, it's just just an app hash right so that was it was like okay well may as well give it a try because otherwise we're going to be doing mars 2 um which is obviously not ideal um and so everybody was like right okay we'll use that we'll use that and basically do the do the thing of state file blah 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 blah. so everybody sort of discussed that um i or polka or jabby somebody put in a bullet point list of here's what you do this this state file switch it out unsafe reset switch switch back in the state file Put the, um, the the data folder from from CC back in. Happy days, right? Well, and so one of them. Okay, there. hang I, on, man. No, no more on this. We get it. They didn't maintain their state. They fucked up. Let's move on. So yeah. on to on to the main event of why the fuck we have. This is going to go on forever. If I we were talking about the shit for ages. Before we move on, I just want to clarify. I don't think it was fully injectors fault in this case. I think that they they follow directions. Not, though, right? They're not super experienced node operators. That's their they, fault. That is their fault. That's literally the definition of their fault. Yeah, but they're in, they're, they're invited as an investor, aren't they? I, I, I don't care. I case. don't know. I think that it's the network's fault for choosing not experienced validators for a t- first out of sixteen. Don't but also, they changed everyone. the genesis three times in like doesn't matter six hours. Still so, doesn't matter. You go and check the fucking the validators' role for the fucking thing. Exactly. Goes. That is a validators' role to figure that shit out. To 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 look around corners to how much the project has fucked up the situation. It's literally the validators' role. The last just, word on this. Observe. The last word on this. The phrase. The last word on this is: if you fucking tombstone your node, it's your fault. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. There's no doubt. It, it, it is. I'll right? tell you what, though, it is fucking terrifying when you're having to remake your way up to the correct round of voting, and all you're seeing is TMKMS every yeah. third of a second going. Fuck! 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 Double sign. Given, given the chat. People are sick of listening to us. Let's fucking hear from Sisla. How uh, hard do I have to, do I have to just rug everyone to be able to move on here? Yeah, I was having fun. You know, like I said, this is everyone. Like 
Actually, let's have fun. a look at the chat. Get Sisler on. Get Sisler on. Well, Sisler, Sisler, Sisler. Fucking ask Sisler something. Thanks, everybody. Kidding. I'm kidding. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's get to it. Okay. So what is the topic of the week that we're here to talk to Sisler, Sisler, Sisler about? And it is Dow, 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 right? Dow, Dow, Dow is next week, baby. But this no, is always Dow, Dow, Dow with Omniflix. This media is media Dow, Dow, Dow. That's what Which I mean. I don't think the, the, so is... Okay, so first question, Sisla, is the is the media DAO a DAO DAO DAO? So it is called the Indochain Media DAO, and it'll be a DAO DAO DAO. Yeah, that's right. So what is it the Indochain Media DAO? So it's a cross. So is it just? It, so it's a it's on Juno. You're, the DAO's on Juno. Yeah. And it's uh, is it going to is it going to be an interchain DAO doing things on Omniflix, or is it a DAO that is to do things but on Juno? Yeah, so at this point in time, it can utilize the Omniflix infrastructure, uh, but we are not thinking of uh, like integrating Omniflix or any other network as such. We just want to utilize uh, proper DAO tooling, you know, to be able to manage collectively, uh, you know, organize ourselves and take it to the next level as a DAO. So that is why we're using DAO DAO because we feel it is the most advanced piece of infra, you know, from a DAO standpoint in the ecosystem. It has nothing to do with Omniflix, actually. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the the media DAO? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, I'll just set the name uh, right. So it is the Interchain Media DAO. So the abbreviation is ICMD. You know, but what does this do? Uh, primarily, it is a collective of stakeholders, uh, be it core business development folks from, you know, that are representing the chains or the foundations. Uh, it can be people that are community managers. It can be the developers that are actually working on the technology part. It can be people that are evangelizing the chain as a whole. We're not talking about, say, an influencer or someone that's representing the chain in multiple contexts. But at the same time, these are people that are directly working, you know, for a network, you know, for a project. Uh, it can be a DApp as well. It need not be a chain as such. But... Uh, it is to involve the stakeholders that are working towards the benefit of a specific piece of tech, right? And bring together this collective. And the objective here is to be able to enable better ops at communication, at spreading awareness in general education, right? So these might be like, uh, you know, I, to an extent, these are vague, you know, it's a lot, but at the same time, you no know, want to like tackle these step by step. Yeah, so it's a collective. In one in one simple word, <laughs> what would be the what? So, what are some of the goals? Like, what would be the the? What are you trying to protect, or what are you trying to? Um, what, what's what? What right are we? Or what wrong are we trying to write with it? What wrong are we trying to write? Okay, so there are there are problems that we saw. There are problems that we still didn't see as an ecosystem. So the problems that we saw are is the fact that there might not be consistency in maybe communication so different networks choose to uh, say communicate with their validators differently be it discord speed emails be it like flagged emails e- emails that are like colored you know so on and so forth everyone has their own preference that is comes with validators what about comes with a community with their community right and community not just refers to like community of traders but community of multiple stakeholders right we're talking about developers that are working, partners that are implementing, you know, working on multiple apps, 
you know implementing their own solutions and so on and so forth so here we are first trying to address the problem around communication and how are we trying to do that it is in it is by being able to produce consistent media so there are these formats for governance proposals that we have right now there was a version that was worked on by figment back like it was extremely early it was one of the earliest props on the cosmos hub and uh, you know i think it was for like 5000 atom back then and the that was the prop right like they wanted to they they chose to work on standards for writing proposals uh, mm-hmm. issuing deploying proposals such sops or standard operating procedures did not evolve so when it comes to comms like i'll say i mean excuse my language but you know the cosmos ecosystem is like not too great at communication right comms we are not talking about marketing we are not talking about spreading awareness we are not talking about anything else like just comms so where does this disparity lie it is in not having consistency among all the 50 chains right and we aim to like pick out a branch and address public communication with you know with the media dog yeah interchange media dog yeah. okay and and that you mentioned validators but obviously that the, there's also a huge focus on creators is that right yeah it is this collective of of course creators that are creating video content text image and audio like text audio video image like the mm-hmm. four types it can be people that are writing threads like you know tyborg Uh, who has joined the informal team then mm-hmm. we have the you know people that are creating video content like all of you you know cito liam uh, joe don and others right people that are actually creating memes right i do not know who who actually does create uh, these memes but they're out there you know cosmos memes are out there the juno uh, school sub dao i believe <laughs> yeah it's an right. official sub dao you know but so a, a question a question that i have like is <laughs> is the goal is the goal more kind of like um organizational like is it like is it just like to give a a, a tent for everybody to piss out of or is it more about that was funnier than i intended <laughs> um is it or is it more about having like um almost being able to co- coordinate comms to all those stakeholders so like I, i don't know like the traditional news analogy would be a wire service right yeah So whether you're the BBC or whether you're like you run ships and you're worried about weather, right? You probably subscribe to a wire service like Reuters, right? Because you want to know we're going from well, I don't know why I want to say Liverpool, but okay, we're going to Liverpool from Liverpool. Liverpool. We're going from, from Liverpool like the fucking Beatles, mate. Yeah. Um as Noel Gallagher said once. uh stop writing songs about how much you hate your parents cut your hair buy some jeans get rid of those b- skater shorts and listen to the beatles i actually fucking hate oasis but it's a funny one it's a funny line anyway so we're going we're going to go from liverpool to like caracas right which i think is landlocked so i don't know why we're doing on a container ship but let's go baby um you're probably going to subscribe to a wire service even if you're a shipping company right because you want to know that there's no trouble on your destination right whereas if you're the bbc you're subscribed to a wire service because you're going to write news about it if you're the fray you subscribe to a wire service because you're a sick sick person you know there are many different constituencies who would subscribe to a wire service but the fundamental need is like that top of the funnel news so is the media dow just the coordination or is it, or is it also the the funneling of 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 of, of like factual the, these are things that are happening yeah 
so it's like uh, multifold i'll say it'll start with first being able to put together uh, people that are you know these stakeholders the collective internal organization within the ecosystem so these can be people like say you know sunny and jake together can talk about mesh security uh, i'll say better than anyone else in in a specific context now it is the job of like multiple other content creators to be able to understand what that tech is the concept break it down into like independent parts for the community to understand if all of this happens properly there is enough information accurate information that goes out and at this point in time i'll say because we are a smaller community it, misinformation doesn't actually spread as much there's no information about a few things but it's not really misinformation there are perspectives that's a different story altogether so first is internal organization then as a media dao as this collective that's not i'll say that's not representing the cosmos ecosystem but that can be a gateway for external people it can be journalists it can be uh yeah it can be external people that are reporting about cosmos to ensure they get their facts right we've seen extremely like ex- it's it's like frustrating because we saw so many cases where details about cosmos have been represented like inaccurately they've they've not been reported at all they've been like you know butchered to an extent where people don't understand the idea of whatever we're trying to do and you know these you could say you could say, you could say outside the ecosystem sorry you could say castler you could say you could say prop you could say prop 16 if you like right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so many things happened right and uh, so many things uh, yeah i mean including the cosmos definition initially cosmos hub cosmos network cosmos ecosystem no one fucking knew the difference No, nobody <laughs> still does. Nobody still does. Like, if you look at Eddie, like, but, but yeah. to be fair, you make a very good point, which is that, like, as an IBC verse, like, fuck the fuck the Cosmos thing, right? Mm-hmm. Just as an IBC verse, which is increasingly beyond SDK chains, mm-hmm. we lack the ability to talk about the fact that. effectively there is a protocol that is as important as http going on here mm. and that the real story is like it's it's sort of like that thing about like oh the world wide web had to at some point be called the world wide web and talked about in a coherent way and we're not there yet like with the ibc verse and with the interchain in the way we talk about it externally within the tent when we're all I'm not going to say anything more about the pissing activities of this tent. When we're all in the tent, we can all communicate about it very sensibly, but like it feels like we do have actually a bit of a blocker about the 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 way we're we're talking about that, you know, to 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 people outside like like you say be it the media, be it ordinary yeah. people, I mean primarily the media, we have no fucking we have no fucking pull or whatever like it seems like all the time was just it's just we've not been able to articulate that the yeah. the interchain is important because it's a pro like we just start saying the word protocol until the journalist dozes off right they're just like so no no it's important because it's a protocol they're like sorry um the interview ended half an hour ago why are you following me to my cab <laughs> yeah i mean i mean good innovation great innovation needs articulation right if you can't articulate Oh, like you a, should put that on a poster, mate. That's, that's, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, Vote in the chat if you want that on a t-shirt. I think I, I read it <laughs> somewhere. I don't know. Uh, but uh, definitely not original. I mean, it's an inspiration. 
2023 great communication great, great no. work. <laughs> <laughs> already <laughs> lost it already <laughs> lost it needs articulation right. so definitely you know that is important i think you know that is important because developers don't communicate like people that are technical enough they don't have the patience to be able to write a doc sit down you know we can take chat gpt's help but that won't benefit quite a lot and uh, you know yeah eventually we get lost in the translation no one understands what we're trying to do as an interchain ecosystem you know even even personally to me the interchain ecosystem is a connected network of uh, chains that or protocols apps that utilize ibc it's not about the sdk because you know it can be much much beyond the sdk Mm-hmm. and sdk enables like facilitates the creation of easy creation of sovereign infrastructure right and if that's possible you know everything is and you know people can now at this point in time like actually build what they dream to like on a dlt and without having to like depend on you know other infrastructure like say uh, predefined uh, you know predefined protocols on ethereum and things like that they can utilize the sdk to do whatever they want so yeah 100% and that is one of the reasons why it is the interchain media doc hopefully scales to a level where we'll be able to produce enough content produce quality high quality content that can attract talent more than media more than like you know of course one day when it attracts talent and it has like enough useful stuff you know it'll attract money too Yeah. So, so if we boil this down a little bit is this going to effectively be like its own let's say like its own magazine for like a better you're going to go to open media dow to see the most current up to date events uh in the ibc ecosystem that's news uh we don't want to be a news reporting agency you know for that matter uh so the format that we thought of like this was actually way before all the props around content and you know everything else came about uh on the hub and you know, in the ecosystem so yeah we thought of a model this was actually for omniflix you know back in august where we thought of like you know uh, i'm not sure if many know but in 2021 uh the entire year from jan till about end of year we produced order a series called conversations with jack with jack example and that was like you know one of one series it was way before uh, crypto cedo i think i don't think crypto cedo was in the ecosystem back then but when that happened it was a series of episodes like video episodes and people it it was informative from what i can tell and the feedback that we received but it didn't have like quite a lot of views and things like that that inspired us to produce predetermined informative content for every ecosystem right so let's say evmos let's say juno right there are 100 validators take 52 weeks in a year even if you cover two validators per week 100 validators are not covered 150 validators definitely not covered right and that's a lot of content to produce even if it's a 30 minute video right and this way if you look at like four networks there are 400 validators of course there's an overlap but how is notional contributing to juno versus how notional contributes to evmos are like two different things right and we want the evmos community to know their reason uh the juno community to know their reason and you know this was the format that we thought was required because not a lot of there is no know your validator know your node kind of a program you know that was what we thought after that things changed right like things drastically changed from an operational standpoint 
coordinating all of this, you know, from, you know, not as Omniflix, but, uh, you know, as an interchain media dog. Then we spoke to Jake, Dimi, you know, uh, the Juno team, of course, supported. And then CryptoCito, DeFi, you know, French Validator, uh, Liam, Chango, you know, all of all of them, uh, you know, went ahead, showed their support uh, during Cosmos. And even after that, we started to onboard like one, uh, one creator after another, starting with video, then with, you know, then we'd move on to text and then the other formats. So this is what we thought of. But uh, at the same time, you know, it, 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 it is taking time and we haven't been able to like focus 100% on, on the ops around interchain media DAO. So that was the delay. But it is not like, you know, this is, this is, we believe is uh, time, you know, has a longer shelf life. So it's not like a one, two week, or even if there's a one month delay, it's not like, you know, like life changing as such. But at the same time, once we start, the consistency is important. Like, like how you guys are doing, right? Mm-hmm. 49 weeks consistently every week. So yeah. we, we are UTC weeks crazy. a year. 2100 UTC on a Wednesday. Like and subscribe. Don't miss an episode because we don't. Fuck, it's killing me. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not the first week of March though. Yeah. So, um, Sisla, I, I do have a question. Um, so, DAOs are good and all, but presumably people producing the content from the DAO need to get paid dizzled. So, like, what is the uh, model for monetizing the the output? This is straight up service, right? It'll be most likely, it'll be a case of revenue from day one. It is either, uh, okay, I'll say it is It is either social capital that we receive or direct tokens or, you know, grants and so on and so forth. We've been exploring models. A community pool approach might work in some cases, but that was before a lot of the, you know, uh, before a lot of the action on Twitter. Resistance. In right? <laughs> The current <laughs> resistance to fucking funding okay. anything. <laughs> so, you know, it is important that uh, the community has also understood, is able to differentiate between proposals. So there is this mixed approach of asking the community pool as well as talking to the foundations for being able to produce content like this. So let's just imagine, right? Uh, I mean, talking about numbers, if there is a community of 100 validators that wants to like cover, make an episode, like create an episode featuring every validator, 100 episodes, 20 minutes each, you know, even if the show, the, the host might take, say, I don't know, like these are my, these might be wrong numbers. I might be setting wrong expectation, but let's just say they take $50 for those 20 minutes, you know, and uh, X, Y, and Z cost post pre-production, they all sum up to $100. So 100 validators, $10,000, one year, consistent content, completely neutral revenue from day one. That is the revenue model that we thought of as well. While also being able to like license content, not license, but you know, take permission from the creators that already have video content, run a 24 seven broadcast and be able to monetize this broadcast. You know, that was why I pinged (laughs) Frey and then this episode happened. So, you know, we, we were supposed to, you know, have this discussion around that specific thing where we could take uh, permission from you because on YouTube, there's a copyright strike and, you know, you got, you ought to take permission before you can utilize. Well, so the danger is if you take any of the Game of Nodes content, you know, we will get strikes. You're going to get <laughs> copyright struck because we get copyright struck like every time we use our outro or uh, we 
you know, <laughs> just great. randomly play parts from a Ben Kingsley film in the middle of the episode. Because <laughs> we're Billy Badass and we don't give a fuck. <laughs> because it's just, <laughs> we just dicks <laughs> out just, the SDK. You know, but uh, yeah, it's hard to, you know, censor all the curse words and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we got demonetized before minute one on this one, which... It's not even a new fucking record. Null, man. Fuck, am I kidding? Like, but it's um, <laughs> Null's camera has cost us so much in revenue. It's incredible. It is very crisp today, though, isn't it? It is. Like, Null's, Null's camera does look does to be fair look quite good, despite being all the way in Australia. Um, uh, you got to be in the pocket on this camera. If you're outside the pocket, you just are a fucking blur. It's like looking at you through forty year old eyes. Yeah. It's good though because it means you 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 you're not able to jerk around so much. There's nice kind of anti ADHD mechanism kind of. I'm sure he's like I'm sure he's jerking a lot. You see how it doesn't refocus every thirty seconds, Frey? Thought about getting a new camera lately? Or? I'm not buying a new camera. I've got. I've got other expenses going on. Camera, there's not. Or, or, or maybe work out how to use the one you got. <laughs> well. Just tell fucking Razer to s- make their little child gamer cameras compatible with a real OS like Mac OS X. So, okay. Sisla, are you saying that I can uh, go to the media DAO with my 50 bucks and get like a meme built? <laughs> can I get a theme song? <laughs> no, can someone fix my fucking website. <laughs> No, that's <laughs> that's that's called Fiverr. No, it's not, not yeah, it's not yeah, Fiverr for Cosmos. Your taxes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so, that's where you went to do your taxes. Yeah, I, I abandoned that though. I went there initially. I found it wasn't a good idea. the The right move is just to keep changing your accountants until you get the answer we want, which we covered last week. So, it's, it's still a stupid. It's such a cover. fine line between stupid and, and clever. Yeah, it's just, clever. That yeah, yeah. just that little turnabout. Just that little turnabout. A little turnabout. <laughs> um, yeah, Sister, I don't know if you've got the uh, the same kind of tax problems that we've got, but oh, don't bring it back to tax for Jesus Christ! Are you kidding me? Shut up! Shut up! So, so what, what I'm curious about drama, like if no, if you want to talk about some drama, there's if you, if you don't want to talk about media anymore, there's plenty more drama. There's the Dex prop. There's Alliance. You know what? What the fuck's up with that? And comment. And hey, comment, I, I want to point out right? that Comet came today. Comet Tendermint. Yeah, what the fuck? The, the the artist formerly known as Tendermint <laughs> Consensus. So I want to point out that the the funnest thing in the um, actual game of nose today is the spreadsheet, which uh, you know I'm I'm here reading, um, and I've just muted everyone because fucking the fray just goes on. But uh, the like and more more lines from the spreadsheet. Jesus, please, no more topics. Immediately after, in capitals, need more topics. <laughs> and uh, it is just full of bullshit today. It's hilarious. How do sorry, you, sorry. For how the mute. do you mute everybody? Mute, you know? to, to, to fucking talk about the spreadsheet. I didn't so even Sisla, know that. Just I'm, I'm just a bit shook, actually. Ba- back, yeah. Seriously, okay. We're taking admin rates away from you. Like it's going to be it. like you, you've overextended your admin right access. The here. phrase this like is ridiculous constantly fucking probably having to edit out all all of us talking over the top of each other all the time <laughs> it's difficult well Wait, it's tough it's also tough because your because your mouth is four seconds behind your audio yeah i know Enjoy that annoys you i know <laughs> <laughs> so Cicelo, the back to the media why why did you start this like what was i understand like that you're kind of reasoning but 
like what was what was the real kind of underlying passion and why did you guys decide to do it as um is it uh, is it an omniflex structure is a is it a whose endeavor is it is it omniflex is it Sisla's endeavor like what and and what really was the uh the event that pushed it over the edge to say this is something we want to do no. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a disappointment in my face i actually got a actual question out sorry Go ahead, like, yeah. but, uh, no, no. i was expecting this to happen okay luckily it didn't happen to me but uh nope not, it's not happening we're not gonna I thought I we're thought not about it. it. I thought about it very strongly, and I you, realized that we would become the most hated people of the cosmos. Seriously, you can't put them on the. You, we put them on ice for sixty-five minutes, and then you rug them at an hour thirty. This be will be the brutal. first episode, though. Though in kind of honored guest terms, this will be the first first episode in I think fifteen or maybe more episodes where we've gone over the time. Because there's many been so much drama, and we talked over sure. Sisla for so long. But I do take all the spaces out of our bullshit. So actually, this 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 episode is probably like forty six minutes at this. Yeah, point. so on podcast players, it's probably like twenty five <laughs> minutes like long 20. podcast interview entirely with Sisler's content, and it's just exactly. like, wow, they really didn't cover really Comet BFT on. or anything in that yeah. episode. <laughs> no mention of Confio. Yep. So right, Sisler so can probably answer that question now. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> so this is I'll say. Uh, it is a personal thought that the team had first, mm-hmm. even before Omniflix. Of course, uh, being the selfish people we are, we thought of doing it with Omniflix infrastructure. And uh, after that, we realized that it is more than Omniflix. And eventually, we came to a point where we realized that this was not our, I mean, not just our problem, but if done right as a collective, you know, this can solve like multiple other problems and yield far more greater results, right? Because as Omniflix, maybe, you know, we can do X, Y, Z, but I mean, like a few things, but as a collective, there's a lot more that we can do. Uh, The first glimpse of what I saw, the, yeah, there were multiple groups in the Cosmos ecosystem, but the first one for non-technical folks was, I'll say the the Cosmos VIP. I'm not sure if uh, people are aware of that. That's like a pretty old group. That had a lot of the interactions pre- pre-launch uh, of the hub or pre-2020. But the Cosmos BD Telegram group, uh, I'll say has benefited like quite a lot of people. I'm not sure you know, if anyone keeps a track of that, but regardless of uh, you know, any value exchange, you know, it being a DAO, it's just a group. And uh, you know, it benefited uh, quite a lot of people. I know personally because like uh, we've been introing, like helping others connect uh, we've received uh, in like intros from others and so on and so forth. So that happened. That was like one key point when we realized that as a collective, this will be beneficial. And at Cosmos, uh, you know, it was like finalized you know, completely. And with support from Juno, I mean, there's nothing for Juno or Jake or, you know, Demi to actually support in terms of their time, effort, energy. But just from an ideology standpoint and how things can like work, uh, you know, specifically within the ecosystem and how they plan to take this forward. You know, definitely that that was helping initially and you know, then with the others. So That's not great. a not a personal initiative, I'll say anymore. It is more like an Omniflix initiative uh within the Cosmos ecosystem. Just like how you know Game of Nodes is the initiative of all of you guys. <laughs> it's really yeah. yeah. That, 
I think you had a lot more forethought than we did in the game of note structure. This was just kind of, <laughs> this kind of happened by accident, and <laughs> here we are. But this is, this episode is in a lot of ways the the purest form of a game of notes episode because Sisler was like sending Ignored messages being for, like <laughs> for seventy five like, minutes. We should all we should all get on a call, and I was like, I know of a call that yeah. everybody will be on. It's twenty one hundred UDC game of nodes every Wednesday. Don't adjust your set. This is not there. Is this, this is this is happening? This is you're not you're not tripping balls. <laughs> you're inside the tent pissing out. You're not outside the tent oh pissing in. Welcome to Game of Nodes. Welcome. Every time yeah. you do that, every time you do that fake <sighs> rug, now I'm going to do the full intro, and that would just it's, make it even more yep. confusing and even more psychedelic for anybody listening later. They're just going to be like. There's been so I, many epic like opportunities for rugging. It's just, I mean, yeah. There's there's a kind of interesting thing now that because we everybody expects that we actually will rug like pretty yeah. aggressively. Mm-hmm. Um, that when you do the when you do the rug pull of the rug, it's like it's fucking layers I, in this show. Yeah, it's just it like is, oh, it's the end now. Okay, it's cool. layers. Yeah, like, well, I was going to say Brechtian alienation, but I don't think it is Brechtian alienation because Brechtian alienation is is the repetition creating a lack of meaning, isn't it? Whereas this is just this is just something we've we've attained some higher level of postmodernism here, which I, I I lack the. Somebody in the chat must have also done a humanities degree. Help me. What what is the term? Is this hyper? Is this hyper real? Is that See, what we've done? Is this hyper reality? All right, now rug them. <laughs> <laughs>